With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Got a complaint. We'll do it live. Do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now you're gonna hear about. I don't care whose nephew you are, who you know, whose dick you're sucking on. You're going out. I'm as bad as hell, but I'm not gonna take this anymore. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're cool. Fuck you. I'm out. Welcome to episode 11 of the Complaint Department, starring Shrek. Hello, everybody. Also known as Kyle. And Toner. What, what? And I'm Nick. And uh, last week was our big, fancy, multi-complaint episode. Oh, what a disaster that experiment was. Yeah, apparently Toner is not happy with the result whatsoever. Oh, I am not happy. What else is new? I, I, so I think he was angry because he was in that deep, deep depression about <laughs> not being married or anything like that. And then, oh, yeah, and, that's And then his complaint involved dildos, so then he had some, like, inferiority oh, complex on off. top of it. That's, you know that big dildos are a problem. They're a big, they're a big problem to our society. I, I agree. They're that, ruining things. No, no matter how you felt about uh, last week's episode— this is the one thing I did find fascinating about it is basically we all agreed with what they, everybody else said. That's not true. You guys were not against. You guys were not against big dildos. You guys were. I know. I, I was on board with that. I agree. Like, oh, I agree with you. No, no. I love big dildos. I don't know what you're talking about, man. <laughs> you're <laughs> trying to get me to say on. that for a fucking soundboard, <laughs> said, aren't you? I said no. We should we should take that and turn that into part of the soundboard. Yeah, um, Toner has ruined the podcast with this fucking soundboard. You're the one that has Kyle, now I have to Yeah, but now I have to be like conscious about every single thing that I say. This is just, <laughs> I this soundboard has made the show really. <laughs> it was quite, the best part of the entire uh, episode. Really, was your soundboard? Yes, obviously. Uh, Fuck me in the butt. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I like how. Oh, thanks, Nick, for uh, introducing me as Shrek, like with this, like this uh, subtle shot at me. Would you like me to take it back? No. Well, I, I, okay, it's okay. Moving, moving on. That's what I call it. Still a listener. Moving on. Speaking of listeners, I've got some feedback this week. Wow. Um, right. Yeah, uh, our friend Sleazy Arl wrote in again. Surprise, surprise. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. He says, he says, hey, Nick, thanks for talking for oh. 45 minutes about your work problems, <laughs> especially after you berated Shrek for the entirety of episode two for complaining about a personal problem. <laughs> what I really wanted to hear was you complaining about your bosses. I used to hate you the least, Nick, but now you're no better than those other two fucks. I still hate your show, <laughs> Sleazy. Is okay. That, is that, is that, <laughs> Do you, I, I don't totally agree with that. I mean, he did talk <laughs> about his shit bosses for a while, but. I mean, you did talk about, like, weddings in general. So uh-huh. that that was that was a legitimate complaint. I don't, I, I don't have to do a complaint next time. Oh no, I was no no no. no. I was one hundred percent on board with what you everything you said. Okay. All right. Well, once again, sleazy Arl. Nobody off, likes you. Listening. Nobody likes you. Go home. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, all right. Speaking of butt hurt, uh, Smoky Walnuts also wrote in. He said. <laughs> He says, holy shit, I can't believe you brought in dildos last week, you self-hating fuck. Sit on a 36-inch dildo. That should be enough to make it to your brain and spare us your nonsensical bl- blathering. Smoky walnuts. Okay. He's he's getting more and more violent. Uh, really? Uh, I, I don't it, appreciate the short jokes, to be perfectly honest. Is this walnut season? Uh. Um, no, I, I, don't think, know, I, have to, I, I forget what he up. said. The, the smoking, the smoking season. <laughs> yeah, because I, I feel like either he's upset because it's not the walnut season and he's like getting, you know, he needs his fix, or or it is the walnut season and he's like way overstressed. 
Well, I didn't yeah. see in the signature scent from my toilet, so it's probably not smoking season. Because if you remember, he had a, a bad case of diarrhea during. Smoking oh yeah, season. that's right. Okay, because he, so, he has allergies I think, I think from the have, walnut smoking process. We may have a sound effect for that if you. <laughs> I don't think we do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there he goes. <laughs> what? <laughs> it sounds it's like so gag. fucking gross. You, you man. remember when you're growing up when you like squeeze? <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. It's a fucking soundboard. It just runs the show now. I, I have regret this fucking soundboard idea so much. I bet. All that stuff is bullshit. That's true. It is all bullshit. It is. But, it uh, is, uh, but so, I did have a couple more that I wanted to share with everyone that I will be bringing up uh, multiple times throughout the show uh, that I that I found. Uh, yeah, I get my sexy pose all greased up just laying yeah. across their minivan. <laughs> <laughs> what? When the fuck did I say that? I, I kind of well, remember you saying something like that. I don't remember like saying I mean, obviously I did. I don't remember, though. It was something about it's something about Bigfoot. We were arguing about something about Bigfoot and somehow you... And, my, and I said I get a car all greased up? Yeah, something about, something about Bigfoot being sexy or something. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, it was when you were defending minivans. You're talking about soccer mom. I just assume everything has to do with Bigfoot at this point. Yeah, yeah I know. There's a, there's always some correlation between me and Bigfoot now. Well, that's apparently. like what we spent half our time talking about now is Bigfoot. That, no, that's what you guys spent half your time talking about is fucking Bigfoot. Hey, well, if you didn't look like Bigfoot, we would never ever bring up Bigfoot. So this is your yeah, fault. So stop once looking again. like Bigfoot. I, right. Sorry. Shave the beard. You know. <laughs> Shave the beard. Take a shower. <laughs> Walk upright for ones. <laughs> My shambling gait. Your shambling gait. Okay. Did you have any uh, follow up, uh, Shrek, that uh, called you in? No, not really. I just thought it was interesting that you didn't like last week, and I did. Well, I to tell you the truth, I hated every single one of our episodes. Um, <laughs> so it's really a low bar <laughs> that we still managed to uh, fall over. So on. it's just varying degrees of hate then. Yes, yes, uh, right. much like my life. Fair enough. Do you want to get as as a reminder to the listeners, uh, if you have any feedback, always we are welcoming all feedback at fu at complaintdept.fm or at Twitter at complaintdept15. Just send us some feedback. Uh, more than likely, we'll read it on the air. Uh, <laughs> you you heard some of our other feedback. There's really not much much competition. <laughs> yeah, there's there. two shitheads and some like weird guy who's stalking us. Oh yes, guy or yeah. girl, we don't actually know the the. I don't. I don't want to talk about this right now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> is that a sensitive subject? It just makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> All right, so you want to get into some complaints then? Yeah, obviously, yes. So let me uh, let me go. Uh, yeah, I'll go for. Actually, hold on. Uh, I do have some feedback or some quick feedback. I am oh, okay. pissed off that I have to be here with you, Saps, tonight because I should be watching Mad Max again. I have shit to do too. I figured. Oh, you, this, this but, is what you want. Yeah, I told you specifically not to bring this up. All right. Well, I, I just <laughs> but watched, as part as part of my research, despite. I did go watch Mad Max. You did watch it. I did. Yes. How awesome was that fucking movie? It was a great movie, actually. It it, it was it was everything. Uh, just real quick, that movie. So, the action movie genre has been in the shitter for a long fucking time. You need to see John Wick. Uh, I oh, I still haven't seen yeah, that. I hate Keanu Reeves, too. You need to see John Wick. Just but, trust me. But Mad Max has instilled my faith in the action genre. I actually read this fascinating article about why this movie shouldn't exist. About, basically, the guy who wrote, or directed Mad Max. Uh, George Miller. Yeah, George Miller. He only did, do you know what movies he's directed since the last Mad Max? Yeah, it was some cartoon, wasn't it? He did Happy Feet, Happy Feet yeah. 2, and Babe Pig in the City. Those are the only three movies really? he's done. So the fact that he got to do an action movie 30 years later and uh, the third Mad Max, uh, what is it, uh, something Thunderdome? I can't think of the name of it all of a sudden. Because that Escape one sucked. Thunderdome. Yeah, something like that. That one sucked. <laughs> and the I fact, haven't seen the other ones, The but fact I do that he even got one. another shot to make this movie was awesome. I've actually and, only seen The Road Warrior. That was the best one. Right. I actually think the newest one is the best. It's awesome. Okay. All right. I don't know. Yeah, you go from Happy Feet, Happy Feet 2, then to this movie, which is like $150 million. I don't know how the hell they pulled this off. I read that like 90% of the effects were practical. Really? It, that's that's mind-boggling. That's insane. 
They said there was like a couple scenes with heavy CGI, but most of the movie was practical effects. Which is nuts. I mean, the... the Oh, my God. And most of that was probably the scene where, where they're in the... um That uh, sandstorm. Oh, yeah, maybe. Oh, yeah, man. That, that would make sense. How, I mean, they'd have to wait for a sandstorm. Which that movie... Oh, God, it was so good. That It was really good, and I didn't have any of the objections... Uh, because I heard people like complaining about it because it was like feminist propaganda or something, and I don't I don't get that. I guess there was like a female lead character. And, no, that's like, what I liked about like, it is that like brutes. it was a female. It was the female lead was the main character in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. Max it, was not the main character. It was definitely had some feminist undertones, but I liked that about that movie. That was that was a true like feminist heroine like that you uh, that you like want in your movie. I guess I, I wouldn't. I mean, I guess it is feminist, but really, it's just a movie with a compelling female character. So, yeah, she was great. Feminist. Too. She was. She was great in the movie. So I, I don't. I don't know why does that get characterized as feminist. I don't think that's fair. And to anybody who hasn't seen this movie, I will give you a very quick synopsis so you could go see it. Basically, all the movie is is there's some guy who runs a town and they steal his pussy and he goes into a rage and it turns into a two hour car chase. Is that is, that, got, is that an apt description of what the movie is? Yes. The whole movie takes place on wheels, pretty much. Yeah, basically. I heard it was a big car chase, yeah. It, it, it's a two-hour car chase, basically. And it it's the best. You would think it would get boring after a while. No, it just gets better. You oh. know, I usually hate in movies when they have, like, heavy metal guitars in the soundtrack. That usually, I just hate it. But this was really cool, the times that the they way had the they guitar did it. in the soundtrack. Yeah, because there was, like, a car that had a guy playing yeah, guitar on it, was, it, with, it was a rolling a metal concert war machine. Oh man, it, it was that movie. It was, outrageous. Oh, it was great. But did, all right, did yeah. you guys see Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah, I, I liked did. it a lot. Yeah, they kind of they worked in like seventies music with the guys' headphones. You know? Yeah, and I yeah I like that too. Yeah, it was pretty cool. But uh, all right, so yeah, let's get back on uh, back on track. I just had to give a shout out to how much I love that movie. But, but like uh, like movies like Three Hundred, where they like mix in like. Like rock music, right? That makes yeah, no I sense. Really right? that. that makes no sense to me, though. Yeah. I was real quick. I think Three Hundred was the last like awesome action movie, like pure action movie before yeah. this. And I think Mad Max. I'd have to watch it more. Than, I've only seen it once, and I'm sure I'll see it right. like in the next couple of days. But it might be better. I I have I, a I feeling at the most. end I will like it more. Okay. There was just too much machismo in um in in 300 where oh i'm a man i'm gonna kick everyone's ass and we're going to hell oh i totally like, agree there, there, i mean there, there was some of that in in mad max but it was all satirized between was, yeah oh yeah but between the two movies i would say gerard butler did the best acting out of anybody i thought i loved how he did leonidas i thought it was awesome yeah but uh, all right so let me uh let me jump into my complaint because i actually want to get into yours like somewhat in depth because i think it's pretty okay interesting. good good so uh so my complaint this week is promise rings and I want to specifically talk about pre-engagement rings, not abstinence rings, because I personally, if you want to... Oh, I thought this was the abstinence ring No, okay. if you want, in my opinion, if you want to abstain, like, I don't think you need to give a symbol, but if you want to abstain from sex till marriage, more power to you. Who, who am I to tell you what you should or shouldn't do with your body? I don't give a fuck. I think it's a mistake. Really. <laughs> I mean, you can do it, you can do what you want, but it's a mistake. Disagree to disagree. <laughs> But uh, you should not be celibate before you're married. <laughs> sure, I, I mean that's... I mean that's a big part of being like with someone. So if you're going to be with someone for thirty years and you never had sex with them like before you got married with this like contract agreement, then you have sex and it's terrible. Oh, and uh, you're stuck with that for thirty years. Somebody sent me this this article. And it was you have very, nothing very to compare short. it to, though. What do you mean terrible? You know what I mean? There's nothing to compare it to. They never had sex. Yeah, that's true. Sex, sex can be objectively bad. It does I, not, I, it, I understand though. It, it could be bad. I think if if one of the pe- people has had sex like hundreds or, or thousands of times, and then the other person has been holding out for marriage, and they get married, that could be a big problem. Well, no, I this, is, this is going to blow your mind. He, he disagrees. No, <laughs> I disagree. I mean, like you're, you're right in that case, but I think there's also a case where you could never have sex in your life, and then you have sex and you don't like it. Maybe you don't know that there's sex out there that's better, but the sex is still bad. So are you? Sure. So you still don't enjoy it. It's not an enjoyable experience. You've no, never been I, with like a woman who's like never had like good sex and so, it's just like terrible for her. So yeah. you're, so you're saying like you you go to have sex for the first time with your your new wife and she like sticks her finger up your butt or something. That's kind of what you're or, getting at. Just or she does like the thing where she, when she's riding you, she just like bends your boner in the wrong way. Yeah, yeah. It's such a scary, scary situation. That's to be in. that's pretty common though. But uh, 
Uh, oh, yeah, I read th- I read this article. It was a really short article, but I found it f- fascinating. Basically, it was there's these, uh, this couple that was has been married for 25 months, and when they got married, they stayed, remained abstinent. Like They're like, oh, well, now that we're married, we need to double down on – there's something along the lines that we need to double down on our abstinence. And double I, down on abstinence? It was something along the lines of saying <laughs> it's even double more something. <laughs> Or we need to show double the. Yeah, don't even talk about it. Don't, don't look. And I'm at sure it. the guy had yeah. a big smile on his face too in this article. Right. <laughs> no, no, but this is what was interesting. I forget what they said for the chick, what she did when she got horny. But the guy, and I shit you not, his way to get through being horny was to eat a potato. I don't a know raw why. potato. I don't know if it was raw. It just said I eat a potato. I don't fucking know why. I don't know what a potato is. A potato like a anti-aphrodisiac I don't, I don't know i'd have to keep like like closets or not closets um i thought this wasn't about abstinence. just buckets and buckets well, yeah, of I potatoes sorry. in the house yeah, right? <laughs> just, <laughs> just sacks and I'd sacks like, of potatoes it'd be a navy ship full of potatoes <laughs> in my apartment uh, all right so let's get into the the promise ring problem so okay first off one of my big issues with promise rings is they're I know last week we were on cons, but they're, it's conning young men into spending money on jewelry. Because it's like this fake symbolic thing that, uh, when I looked at, I actually found some website where it was about, I, I forget the name of it, but it was about being a gentleman. And they said that, uh, uh, where, where was the exact word? Oh, uh, a, a promise ring could represent, I'm here to stay. That was the exact phrasing. I'm here to stay. Well, if you're fucking in a healthy relationship, that's implied. Why the fuck do you need to buy a ring? Uh, I mean, it's just a level of commitment, I suppose. I mean, it doesn't have to be an expensive ring. Really, maybe it's, does maybe it? it's I mean, for- like, because... <laughs> Why? <laughs> I looked it up. <laughs> I know what this is. This isn't for the girl. This is for himself. This is this is so that he wants to commit, but he's afraid, and he's going like, "Well, if I dump dump, dump like a thousand bucks on this ring, then I pretty much have to." No, 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 no. I actually looked it up, <laughs> and don't get me wrong, this is not exact research, but I mean, I looked at like uh, Yahoo Answers and a couple other websites that were like, "It is the fifth most chronic disease in the U.S." <laughs> it is the fifth most chronic disease in the U.S. Is it one of those statistics? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't even fuck. All right. Yes. <laughs> um, no, it, but people said that they would spend between 100 and 250 dollars on a promise ring, which is okay. like I guess reasonable, but not really. Like, isn't it? Isn't a promise ring sort of just? Isn't a promise ring just a gift? But you're just adding another level to it for yeah, which is getting no a two for one. This is a this is an awesome con. You con your girlfriend into thinking you're going to stick around by buying her a much less expensive ring than an engagement ring, and it's not really the same amount of attachment. So really, it's a con. It to, is a con. To get what? To, to get sex? Or to just get to, what? Or just to get yeah. fuse? Or... No, to, to satiate her need for commitment right. and to satiate your need for not wanting to spend a lot of money or get married. <laughs> but that was, uh, when I was looking up what people were asking, a lot of them were like, this is where I think the jewelry company's con comes in, is a lot of them were asking how much you should spend because they don't want to spend money on an engagement ring right now. So they're like, Oh, it's cheaper. I'm just going to buy a a pre-engagement ring. I'm like, well, you're still going to have to buy an engagement ring. Like it's the same fucking thing. Why, why do you need to, what is the need to purchase this? What is it satiating for you mentally? I'm pro promise ring. Really? I thought about it just now. I'm pro promise ring. Oh, I am anti promise ring. Like, See, wait. I'm not. I, I'm not a guy that goes from woman to woman. So, like, I sure. like. I don't. I, I'm more of a long term guy in, in in my history. And the promise ring gets you the gives her the satisfaction that you're committing to something that's more than a couple months or something. Why can't you just say not, the words? Because it, words don't matter. But oh, but spending two hundred fifty dollars on a stupid ring does. Well, how many dinners is that? 200, 250 bucks. It's like three dinners, three, four dinners. I would say. Three, it's not. It's three good it's, dinners. 
it's not a small amount of money, but it's not a lot of money, and they're not expecting a lot from a promise ring. But it does mean a little bit more to go out for the gesture. It's not, it's not so much that it's that you need the ring. It's the thought that you put into the ring. So if you just buy her some ring that comes out of like a gumball machine, then yeah, she's gonna hate it. But if you put some thought into the ring that you get, I think she'll appreciate it and know that. I mean, say what you want. But it's a gift. There's already thought. Symbols are symbols. Yeah, it's a gift. That it's a gift, but it's not a gift because it's her birthday. It's a gift because you you plan on I don't know being around a little bit longer than you, that. You're giving her serious consideration into the her being the person. See, I think you're I think you're conning yourself into thinking that you just want to buy I, you just want to buy a promise ring just so you can get some like weird stuff like maybe some butt fun. <laughs> You think, you, well, that has that has never that has never been successful. Have you ever bought a promise ring? Yeah, I mean, like, I've really? never called, oh. it, I've ne- I've never called it a promise ring, but I've gotten a ring that was of somewhat substantial value, so like under three hundred. So bucks. you know what you were doing? Like, you, like you, like you didn't say I, I bestow this promise ring onto you or anything, but but you knew no, what you but were. That's you knew basically what, you were doing, what it was. Though. Yeah. What, what well, do you think about the I, definition of promise ring? It's basically a promise ring. Okay, hold on, wait, wait. I've actually And then I tell down... that bitch to put it on her left hand so no other no other guys <laughs> fuck with her. That's all right. I'm glad you said that. I've actually broken down men into two different categories of men. We're not talking about like teenager or whatnot, like grown men who would buy a promise ring. And these are who I think they would be. The the first one are like power hungry guys who want basically they want their woman to wear this like a fucking ball and chain to show that you have ownership over this person. That that I think that's one of them. And I think the other one is uh, pussies. Just like self guys with low self-esteem have inferiority complexes Uh-oh. and are just soft. So which oh, one are my. you? Uh, I don't know. Both of those. Uh, one of those describe me more than the other. And I'm not I'm not at liberty to discuss which. <laughs> oh, really? So, yeah, I'm not, I don't feel comfortable talking about that. So I've actually came up with uh <laughs> with what I think the definition of a promise ring is. And it sounds a little convoluted, but I think it's perfect. I think it perfectly states it. So a promise ring is a symbol that in the future, you're going to buy another symbol that makes another promise that in the future, you're going to walk down an aisle, present another symbol and make another promise. Just so cut out the middle. Then? Huh? Is there an engagement ring and a wedding ring? Yes. Oh, so you're buying three rings. <laughs> For the same fucking thing. He's don't, getting his mind don't tell my right first now. three wives. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, I forgot about your uh, your uh, string of divorces. Yep, yep, yep. But yeah, I just I just feel like they're a con. Like I guess if you're a guy and you want to spend a hundred bucks on a promise ring so you can cash it in for like a few blowjobs, sure, whatever, fine. You've kind of uh, emasculated yourself by buying a promise ring because you know the girl's going to go on Facebook or Twitter or whatever and talk about how you got a promise ring. So you have to, you have to feel shame, but are promise rings this big of a deal? Like I've never heard of it before. Well, the whole reason this came up and you would think it had something to do with Nick's wedding thing, but it didn't. I actually saw somebody on Facebook talking about how their significant other bought them a promise ring. I'm like, Holy fuck. This, this is awful. This is stupid. Huh? I, I didn't even know. Like, I heard of Promise Rings in high school, and so, like, or maybe from South Park. I don't know which. The two blur together. But I don't, I don't, like, I don't, like, people don't call. I've never heard someone call it a Promise Ring, like, since I was, like, eight, what, 16 What was it be old. called, then? It's, is it a pre-engagement ring? It's, like, the, it's the same thing. As well, an adult, I guess you would call it a pre-engagement ring, but it's still the same con. For what I was describing in my own life, there's a stage, there's a dating phase, and yes. then there's a phase when you realize, okay, I'm going to give this person a serious shot, meet the parents, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, that's the some, stage I never get to. There, <laughs> that's the right, stage I abandon at. Yeah, right, because, well, parents are, you know, they're, they're hit or miss. But yeah. at some point in there, then you, then you give her a promise ring. And then, well, I've never been married, so I don't know what, what sort of time, but we're talking, you know, one to two years, you give her some sort of expensive gift. It, maybe it's a promise ring, maybe it's a necklace, maybe it's a set of earrings or or whatever an expensive gift and then you know then you get engaged so like well, why does it have later. to be a ring specifically then why can't it be a promise necklace or promise earrings or a promise brooch or i don't know well, Do people well, wear for... brooches anymore <laughs> a, bro- a brooch a promise cufflinks <laughs> why do they call it a brooch i don't 
Because it's a cool know. word. It looks like like a like some kind of roach, doesn't it? Like yeah, I think a, that's it's why. Like a, like a bug. It is. It is <laughs> like a, a it's like a, Maybe they were bronze roaches to begin with, or something. Oh, you might be yeah, out of stuff. I'm gonna a, look it's into a that. Brooch, you know. I think I think we're onto nothing. <laughs> Don't matter. <laughs> None of this matters. We're on, we're on trip straight down the toilet. Fucking <laughs> here's Carl with his chimes again. But uh, uh, yes. yeah, I I just don't think you need to buy a symbol to represent that you want. To, you should be able to be. I I want to stay with you. If you move in with somebody, that should be a pretty good symbol, or like that should be pretty symbolic of the fact that you want to stay with somebody. I do think promise rings are kind of dumb, but I, I think that that argument you're starting to go down the like why why do we even have to buy like birthday gifts for each other because we already we like each other we don't have to prove it with a gift and it's ultimately pe- people are just gonna of. buy people just buy shit with each for each other just because that's what we do. Well, I just can't be. I, I have a hard time being subjective sometimes. <laughs> All right. Well, I really you think... You mean objective, you mean? Or ob- no, that's subjective. How's that subjective? What do you mean you have a hard time being subjective? Me? Yeah. I look at everything that's like, objectively. That's like, that's like the one thing you can do all the time is be subjective. Me? No. Just, no this whole, this whole podcast is subjective. No, as, as, a, as a human being. It's like the no, one thing. You, you being would... objective is incredibly hard. Being subjective is that you wake up subjective. No, I don't think I do. I look at everything objectively. Yeah. I don't know about that. I, I try but to. This that, is another that suggests, case for that, that we should all <laughs> just be bonobos, really. We should be fucking all the time, no yeah. commitments. Life should just be one big orgy. Right. Oh, I'm, I'm totally on board with that. I'm sure you That's are. That's a very Kyle thing to say. Yeah, I get my sexy pose all greased up just laying yeah. across their minivan. Oh, my God. <laughs> I need to find the episode where I said that. So, so I don't know. Pro- it's calling something promise ring is stupid. Getting someone a somewhat expensive gift to show them that that you're that you care about them is is kind of what you're talking about in a promise ring. I find that a little bit more acceptable. But if you're gonna yeah. start bragging to people that this guy, ooh, he got me a promise ring and all this shit, yeah, that's dumb, Facebook, right? Oh, I yeah, think that's... I think you're misunderstanding what I said. I don't have a problem with you buying a gift for uh, an expensive gift for your significant other. Giving it the title of something is where I have the problem. That's yeah. where the issue comes in for me. So then I fly, I fly under your radar then, I, I think. Because, Why? well, in my definition of what I've done, I've basically given someone a promise ring, but I've never called it a promise ring. I never, like, said, okay, well, this is. Do they promise sell promise you. rings? Like, can you go say, like, give me a promise I ring? Think, is, there I would some, is there a specific thing? I would imagine because of the market for yeah, it. Though, that's what I was going to say, is I feel like this might be just, like, like shady marketing. You, know, you can like, take some shitty cubic zirconium ring that costs, like, 10 bucks to make. Call it a promise ring. We should sell it for 150 bucks. We we should get this thing ahead of time before it blows up. We got to get the pre-promise ring made. The pre-promise so, yeah, ring. Yeah, and so the mar- pre-pre-engagement and, ring. Though. Yeah, yeah. You're you're engaged to be engaged to be engaged. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and and this this will will sell like hotcakes. We should get this going. Twelve year olds. <laughs> yeah, basically. But uh, all right, let's get into your thing. We're running a little short on time, and I really want to get into yours because right. I think it's interesting. All right, my my complaint this week is uh, free to play games. So mostly you'll find these as uh, part of apps on uh, yeah, the App Store phone, phone games, uh, either Apple or or an Android. Um, it's a game that you download. It's free when you download it, but there's a lot of in-app purchases. Yeah, a couple of examples. Um, uh, Clash of Clans. Clash like of Clans of is like the one that everybody knows. Right. Uh, Game of War is another uh, sort of popular one. Angry Birds kind of went the free-to-play route. Um, I got one here that I've been playing that pissed me off yesterday. It's called rocking? It's called Archery Master 3D. And it's a lot of fun. It's like one of those old Flash games that you'd play. It's just like a bow and you, you shoot at the target. Sure. But you get to a certain point and then... It's like, oh, your bow isn't good enough for this range. It won't make it far enough. So, yeah. so you've got to you got to win a thousand points in order to get the next one. So, okay, I get the thousand points and I buy the thing. And then, oh, your neck now this one's not good enough. And that, and this one you got to drop twenty bucks to get right. the next bow. And it's like twenty bucks. Oh, that's I, that's a little different than what we're talking about, though. That's, no, no, it's, no, that's, that's, no, that's it's exactly, exactly the what same. we're talking about. No, that's exactly it's, it's, what I'm it's talking about. It's like a bait about. and switch, right? It's free or to like, play, but yeah, yeah, but it's not free. Like to play. Candy Crush. Candy Crush is another one. Yeah, it's a bait and switch system. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into yours, and I'll I'll tell you what. Yeah, I'm it's talking kind about of a, that. All right, so yeah, that's it's kind of a bait and switch. But but the problem I have with this is that they set them for free, and then they do all those sorts of gimmicky things that make you do it. So so they give you a lot of positive feedback until you get to a point where you're like, oh, I gotta play more, I gotta play more, and yeah, they're you conditioning pay for it. you. They're conditioning you to be addicted to the game so that they right. can rip you off. 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or or you have to wait like you know eight hours for it to recharge so you can use your bow again. Or you right. can pay. And or you need to pay. And this all it, it it's not that bad as long as you're like in control of yourself. But we live in America, where people are not in control of themselves. Oh, it's yeah. not just America. America just happens to have have money but it's it's kind of a human it's a human nature i think it's the same thing as like with gambling machines they have all these these flashing lights to uh trick your subconscious and to keep putting money into it yeah it's a dopamine spike that's what it is well oh yeah exactly it's a dopamine spike it's that's exactly what it is that's a little different though because the casino machines at least you can maybe get a payout you know you might get lucky and win like 500 bucks or something there's no 500 bucks coming out of archery master 3d you know what i mean yeah which is which yeah. is like yeah if you're a gaming company you're like how the hell am I how do I get into or a gambling company yeah you're like how the hell do I get into that I don't even have to give them any money all I got to give them is these stupid coins right yeah and I hear um the thing that really pisses me off is I guess that that's like where game companies are making a lot of their money right now like um, right and I I brought in some uh, I brought in some um some figures here yeah I want to hear the stats before we get do you have anything right. about Konami uh yeah the, the yeah yeah you do. The, the old yeah, the old console game maker. Yeah, well, you know they're making like they're making like phone games and and casino games and shit now. Yeah, and, why wouldn't they? That's where the money. Well, is. but they're doing it at the detriment to the rest of the games. Like the Metal Gear guy is leaving after the next Metal Gear because he says that they're giving him the shaft. Well, yeah, because that's not where they're making it. They're not making money there. It, right, it's, just, it's terrible. The video game industry is in the shitter, anyways. It's not in the shitter. It's it just in make... the same. It's in the same place the movie industry is. There's a, there's a, there's things that make a lot of money, no. so they sink a lot of money well, into them. No, but my problem... they're not particularly art. Yeah, but like when they're when, they're when... still high production things. Well, no, the, my problem it... specifically with them is you're getting an incomplete game. If you pay sixty dollars for a game, you're eventually going to have to spend forty dollars in total extra to get the rest of the game. And I have a problem. That's with that. fine with me though. I you, I, you, I don't like that. No, I don't, it's I it's additional content. It, of course, people can take advantage of it, but that makes a lot more sense in these freemium games. So, yeah, this is kind of where maybe you and I diverge. But bringing in some of the some of these facts, yeah, let's hear some um, stats. Yeah, so in in the Google Play Store because they they release their numbers, um, they they say that ninety percent of the downloads are free to play. Okay, and oh no, ninety percent of the revenue is. From free to play games. Oh. 90%. 90% of the revenue is from free games. Yeah. From free games. Yeah. You see the the irony there. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh Uh, And then up to uh, 40% of the downloads are free to play. Okay. That's that's a huge number. Uh, Yeah. 90%. Yeah. It's outrageous. That is way higher than I expected. um, And this is. So. All right. The Washington Post says only 1.5% of freemium players made in, in-app purchases during January 2014. 1.5%? Yes. So 1.5% of the people who downloaded freemium games give money to those games. But that's and 90% of the revenue that came in oh, yeah. was from yes. 1.5% of the people who downloaded the thing? It's it, This is what the big problem is because it's all set up. There's, there's some people that can control themselves, and there's a... a big percentage that can control themselves to yeah apparently money or they apparently lose 90 what was it 98.5 percent apparently <laughs> yeah and <laughs> and there's what these these apps target are what they call whales people who spend a lot of money on the game right which is unfortunate because you're just preying upon it's the same problem with like gambling people want to bring in gambling because it brings in money into the city but the people that it hits the worst gambling because people are losing money that's how you get money into your system right right people who are losing money are disproportionately poor people who don't yeah. have money anyway because of whatever mm-hmm. reason. So you're you're double hitting those poor people. Yeah. Which, which is why that that's kind of a conundrum. It's not just some it's not just magic free money. Right. And that's exactly what these freemium games are doing. They're they're preying on people who can't control themselves. So 50% of revenues come from the top 10% of players. So that means that 0.15% of total players accounted for half of the money brought in by the freemium model. Holy shit. Less than one percent of total players accounted for fifty percent of the revenue. Wow! Which which is it's it's outrageous. These poor people. I mean, I, I guess you. I don't know. They're, I. It's unfortunate. It's preying on them. Yeah, I saw a stat. I it was uh from twenty thirteen, so it was outdated. But I think it the average came out to the average person spends ninety four cents a month on freemium gaming. Okay. Yeah. 
which yeah. I mean, like, I, or I'll go into mine. So I've been playing this. Well, nerdy... I'm not done. Oh, yet. go ahead. There, my main complaint is how this affects the rest of the industry. So this is kind of a long complaint. This is a long point. So if you had something more on topic for what I just no, 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 go ahead. Go through that now. No, go ahead. All right. So what this does is it affects the rest of the industry because this this forces everybody to go into this in into this type of gaming because we dumb fucks are the ones that are paying for it <laughs> or they're preying on people that that they take advantage of. So like Nick said. Um, Kon- the Konami people are all of the true art is being forced out because they're all going into free to play because that's where all the money is. Right. So, through some of these uh, statistics from Gartner, they said less than 0.01 percent of consumer mobile apps will be considered a financial success by their developers. Now that that's not exactly in the same vein, but it's a very small percent of mobile apps actually make any money. With these statistics, though, I'm like really disturbed right now because what you're telling me is is basically Konami is shelving the Metal Gear series because they can make more money ripping off 1.5% of people who play free games who are just, like, horribly addicted to, to free games. Yeah. That's that's really disturbing. Zynga, which is the people that made Farmville, Yeah, uh, I don't know what their current worth is, but at the peak of their company, it was about $1 billion. Oh, yeah. So it was $1 billion because of Farmville. They're worth twelve percent of the game revenue. They created another really Facebook. big game too. I can't remember what it was. And is Farmville um, a free to play? I think they create. I think Zynga I was the creator so. of like uh, Words for Friends and stuff like that too. So based on based yeah, on they the bought average, some other games. So yeah. based on the average of of you know what you were talking about with the statistics, it's reasonable to say that they made over a billion dollars ripping off one point five percent of the people who that played was their Farmville. Net worth. Yeah. Well, it's their net worth for all their it's their net worth for all their properties. But yeah, that's where their revenue. But basically, comes hundreds from, of hundreds of millions, probably, right? Yeah, yeah. That's that's yeah. Messed when up. you when you figure it out, yeah. that's really messed so, up. I, it really disturbs me because I prefer the model where you pay up front and you get a somewhat complete game. Yeah. Um, and then maybe you add on levels or whatever, but you're not getting forced because your guy isn't strong enough that you can't get past the level. So th- the future of paid um, apps are are kind of it's kind of dismal. Ninety percent of paid apps are making less. Oh, hold on. Ninety percent of paid applications are downloaded less than five hundred times per day and make less than twelve hundred dollars a day. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So a vast majority of these apps are are not are not being downloaded. They're not being bought. So a lot of companies are going in into making these free to game free to play games such as okay. EA is another one Konami's a big one EA is another one um specifically recently in the last couple of years they went into the freemium with their um uh representative from EA saying the market has spoken very loudly that that's the model that they like referring to free to play even though there's some vocal minority that don't like it ultimately the numbers would show it show that they and others all support the freemium model better, which okay. is unfortunate because I wish we wouldn't support that because this is just kind of... It's turning apps into gambling machines, basically. Yeah. So their yeah. game, Real Racing, which used to be four ninety nine, the first and second one on the App Store, apparently wasn't making enough money. Which is so, free now. So now they changed it. Real Racing 3 is a free-to-play model. Yeah. The maximum you can spend on Real Racing is $500. Oh, they put a cap on it. That's interesting. Well, no, no, it's not a cap. No, that's, that's it, just but how if many you add up all of the, if you buy add-ins. everything, oh yeah, you buy everything right. in the game, okay. you you get five hundred bucks. Yeah. So it's a little different than some of the other games we were talking about. But this this one, so you can unlock things. But if you unlock all of the game's cars, it's five hundred dollars. That's ridiculous. And if you don't want to pay for it, it would take you four hundred and twenty-seven hours to unlock. That's all what of the I'm talking cars. about. Is they make it where it's completely unreasonable to actually do it by playing. It's it's completely unreasonable. There's it's, no way I didn't even spend four hundred hours playing Skyrim. Like that's ridiculous. Right. I'm not gonna play my fucking phone game for four hundred hours. There's no way. Right. So so it's designed where you want to beat this game five hundred bucks. Five hundred. Yeah. Fork it, it over. You know. Because you didn't pay for it up front. Yeah. You, you or hooked. not enough people were paying for it up front. You hooked. We got you. You like the game? That'll be five hundred bucks, kid. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. It's right. it's ridiculous. All right. Let let me jump in now because I've actually this is this is a topic that's kind of near and dear to my heart because I've been playing this like nerdy game on my phone. Which one? It's called Puzzles and Dragons, and it's <laughs> it's nerdy, and it's kind of like... I wouldn't even download that. It's just like, from the right, name, well, I'd be like, no, not well, for me. That's the me. other problem with these stupid games. They all have stupid they fucking all have names. They all have shitty names. 
these yeah. cutesy little characters, and it's all oh, the, it the name, me insane. The name of the app is very much not indicative of what it is, but basically, it's like how would I explain? It's like a cross between like puzzle fighter, like a like a it's a orb matching game sort of, and it has like this Pokemon component where you collect guys, but. The tricky part about this game is you get these uh, stone things, and to get like the really good guys, you got to use these stones. And you... Oh, well, shut up! I'm trying to explain. And you basically, we, it's we know what they are. It's literally a slot machine. Like you pull this thing, and you might get a good guy, you might get absolutely nothing. So, but to do that, to get do that like a bunch of times, you got to pay. But this right. game specifically makes it so it is very possible to get to the later end game stuff. If you just play the game, like it is very possible, but if you want to speed things up because you're impatient, you got to pay. Right. We just described these games. No, but well, this game, like specifically, I mean, it's very, very well designed so that you like can, like a lot of these games stop you. Like you said, Nick, like your archery thing. Yeah. This game does not prevent you from being able to do things like you, you're, you're at a specific point in the game. You can only do these things no matter how much you've paid. But so here, here's like my stance and here's the other side of the coin of what you said. And I honestly, I was split 50, 50. I think after what I've heard, what you've said, I'm leaning towards what you said. But the right. other side is paying is you supporting the, the company. You're, Which you're is what I want to do. Yeah. You're showing your support. Now for this game, I've been playing it for a very long time and I will tell you how much I've spent. I've spent exactly $1 on this game. Exactly $1 in, like, a year. And I, I like, oh, the only reason I did it is because I'm like, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to give my dollar. This is my donation to this company. When realistically, I probably got 30 or 40 or $50 worth of, like, enjoyment out of it. But at the same time, it does create this uh, gambler fallacy about it. Where right, it, it's it's all skewed. Like I want to skewed. support developers because I want developers to make money so they can keep doing what they want to, what I want them to do, which is make great games. But we're not making great games; we're making slot machines, and yeah. that's where it starts to to diverge from what I believe is is the right. Well, right you kind of give it. You kind of make it sound. I don't particularly like your wording because you kind of give it this like insidious sound to it. i don't it's think that's completely insidious i don't think not all of them i really don't think yes, all of they them are. are i don't really like zynga like the they were words for friends there was nothing you didn't have to pay to play that game i i guess i never play. i never played that game. Yeah, just, but it was just a scrabble ripoff it was just a scrabble ripoff where you could pay which pissed to me cheat, off too basically or you could pay to have the game be played for you. That's where a lot of these pay-to-play things come you in. pay so to have the game played for you? A lot of these games were right. that are pay-to-play, a lot of them you're paying for power-ups and whatnot that basically just power you through a level. Like, yeah, you didn't right. even play the game. That's I think that's like... Yeah, it's just like skip level. Yeah. Well, right. there's a lot of people that are more in it for the... Well, I know Temple Run is like that. I got Temple Run. Yeah, I re- Temple Run's got all kinds of crap but that Temple you have to Run, buy. But Temple Run... Temple Run's actually a very good example because... It was very simple. You don't have to get it. You don't have to buy anything. You just are going to run <laughs> and you got to dodge shit. That's all the game was. Yeah. That I don't, I, but like you said, I really do. I didn't realize that like so few were paying for so much like that. Yeah, that is a problem. That's creepy. Actually. It's actually it's really creepy. creepy. Now, yeah. I mean that 0.5% that's up there. I'm sure some percentage of them have expendable funds and they just want to be the best. Well, it's it's sort of like sure. it's sort of like you go to a carnival, and uh, and the carnival's really sweet, and they don't charge anything. And you're like, Jesus, this is really nice. How 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 come you guys are able to to run this carnival? And they're like, Oh, we just go around stealing money off of the hobos. That's how well, we run this thing. It is kind of how carnivals are set up. Really, it's usually free to get into the carnival. <laughs> yeah, and then they make their money off of people playing games that are rigged, so that they win stuffed animals that are worth less than what they paid for. Very right. So then you get. People who need to make, get themselves like a a promise inflatable hammer for their girlfriend that they brought, yeah. And so they keep playing the fucking whack a mole until they win. <laughs> oh yeah, they definitely dupe you. I mean, it, it is the same concept that they like, should have giant inflatable. There are rings. definitely people that are more predisposed to getting ripped off with stuff. That would like be this. for a Sasquatch. What, what is it with what is with us like the past couple of weeks? Everything is just like a con. Like all we're doing is talking about it cons. is a con. 
And you know, you know damn well, Tony, this- that you, you, basically, on, we, uh, me and you are just angry because we didn't come up with these first. No, no I'm, I'm not. I, th- I think it's, I think it's a cancer. I really think freemium games are a cancer. Eh, I, I don't. I, I there are some very, eating, very there's some awesome content industry. out there. There's some very, very good content out there. I just there's feel like re- realistically, the reason we're doing cons is because everybody's ripping everybody off in the world. That's why. Yeah, but if, me and Tony want to rip people ripping, off. Ripping people off is okay as long as you're adding something to the thing that you're ripping off. <laughs> yeah, you, no, you know I, what I mean. I, I if you're just going to rip something off and just sell and just sell a copy, that's that's you're not adding any value. You're just stealing from somebody. But if you take something and you remix it. For instance, that's not what I'm talking about. That's it's not, kind, that's it's not what like we're the, talking about. Though. Nobody's adding. Oh, value. you're talking about nobody's yeah. adding. Oh, no, no, no. Nobody's adding value to the fucking people who are getting their money stolen by the video game company. We're, we're to, he's talking about like the Edison Tesla comparison, where yeah, like right. they kept ripping each other off and one upping one another. So no, it's actually like no. creating Edison, something. Edison didn't come up with shit. Edison was a businessman. Well, he was a genius. So no, he was a business He genius. was absolutely a genius. Edison, Edison didn't invent hardly jack shit, man. With the stuff that we, we apply to him as being his inventions was was all invented by somebody else. Great, Still a great inventor. In fact, he used, to, he used to pay kids in the neighborhood to kidnap people's cats and dogs so that he could do electrical experiments on them. Sometimes in public. In That's order fine. To try- yeah, he used to... Uh, he used to... Uh, to what was it? What did uh, Tesla create? Was it alternating current? Yeah, yeah. he created alternating yeah, current. Yeah, yeah. I, and he, he used was... to go out in the streets and uh, uh, kill and kill, kill elephants with yeah. alternating the... current. Show how dangerous it was. Right. So yeah, then like Tesla the, uh, doubled Bob's back Burgers by episode. pumping like a million volts like through his body. <laughs> it was completely well because that's because that's the kind of idiot you're dealing with. Is is he didn't know Ed- Edison didn't know trigonometry because he never graduated high school. And because of that fact, he didn't realize that DC is way more dangerous than AC. So he's going around preaching the wrong word everywhere. Yeah, I think he knew. All right, okay, we'll, we'll save that yeah, for we'll, another we'll episode. Someone can bring in, um, yeah, off uh, Thomas Edison. Though I just want to finish. I think I don't. I think the games are crap. I don't think they're they're good games. Don't agree. I think th- they're addicting for the sake of being addicting. They're not pushing for the industry. They're holding everyone back, and I hate the I hate the fucking TV commercials because it's rubbing my nose in the fact that these people are ripping us all off, and that they it's a free to play game that has a fucking Super Bowl commercial. There were two Super Bowl commercials at, at four point five million dollars a piece for fucking free to play games with Liam Neeson and Kate Upton. That those aren't like B list people. Yeah, that's they, true. They're spending a lot of money in that fucking commercial. They have enough money to blow on that for a free to play game. There's something wrong. It sounds like you should have done a, this is just a microcosm of uh, non-for-profit organizations. It, it is kind of, I don't know as, as much about non-for-profit or organizations. So. Uh, I'll, I'll do that one eventually. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you can school me a little bit. Yeah. But, uh, all right, let's let's uh, let's give our topics real quick before we get into some news. Oh, okay. Well, mine is not related to, um, I actually had this in my notes from last week because I told you I was, I spent 45 minutes thinking of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it is oddly related to what we were talking about today. Okay. And my uh, disagree to disagree uh, topic for this week is vows of celibacy. Oh, yeah, I, I can easily defend that. I, I bet you're living it. <laughs> and, <laughs> that's not about, buddy. <laughs> somebody, somebody told earlier today called, said it was called Desert Dick. <laughs> it was like the funniest name. Desert Dick. Desert because it hasn't been wet in years. Is so that, uh, is that the point? So I've got so uh, so mine. So it's summertime now. So that means all the hillbillies yeah, yeah. are creeping out. And uh-huh. I know you. I know how much you are so uh, infatuated about what you drink your beer in. So this week oh, you need to defend. The most hillbilly item that there is. Oh, uh, please beer tell me it's a beer helmet. Oh, no. beer koozies. Beer koozies. Uh. I don't want to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, so let's, let's get some news. We're in for a, a fucking, just a long ride down the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I should make you defense shitty soundboards. Oh, they're awesome. I don't think they that would be hard awesome. to do. So essentially this boils down to me just not wanting to be called a pussy. <laughs> Uh, is it time for news? Yeah. All right. I guess so. I had a hard time finding news this week, actually. There's not that much happening, apparently. But uh, here's a weird one. This isn't so much funny. It's just freaky. Somebody found nine brains next to a train track in New York. Like, what were the... Like, do we have a brain bandit? I think they were just loose. 
I, I, yeah, it says nine brains were found along a street in northern New York Village, but authorities say they believe it's part of a collection of educational or research materials. But that no, should be no, easy to find out. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. It's, it's, they're assuming, and, and they haven't, it says no criminal activity is suspected, but they haven't found out where the brains go. So they're, uh, they're just, just one of life's a, mysteries. Making a big assumption here, uh, I feel like. How yeah. the fuck do you, if you're carrying nine brains, that is very important cargo. Yeah, how do you, you need, lose nine brains? How do you brains? lose no, nine I know. brains? I know. That's, that's ridiculous. I, not that they're worth the same, but that's like losing like gold bars. Like that, that nine brains, that is precious cargo. Well, How much do you think a brain costs? You think it's you think it's really expensive? I you think, think it's hard to get expensive. a brain. Uh, apparently, New York has lost their goddamn minds because they had a veterinarian check it out. Of course, <laughs> okay. So, so they have, and this by the way, this is by the way, this is NBC New York reporting this. This is not like some like podunk, you know. Yeah. It's not a local news article or anything. It says a local veterinarian determined one of the brains had been professionally removed and preserved in formaldehyde, and that they could have been from either dogs or sheep. But even but the vet is he's not willing to say for sure. Apparently, doesn't the well no that makes sense then because if they were animal brains then the vet's the person you want to call in. Well, here's the weird thing. Last year, the University of Texas in Austin said that dozens of human brains stored in jars were were like stolen or reported missing. Is there a black market for brains? That's what I'm thinking. I don't know. There's a, yeah, I, I don't know, like bodies and stuff just like go missing sometimes. Yeah, well, but so, bodies have value. Brain, I think just somebody's, a brain. I think somebody's What's off. What's the Franken- value of a body? Somebody's off. Organs. Somebody's Frankenstein in somewhere. I'm telling. Or you. if you wanted to turn it into some weird sex yeah. puppet. No, somebody's looking for an Abby Normal brain for their monster. <laughs> Abby know? Normal. Yeah, oh, that would be sweet. Yeah, this is. I mean, that's what this is. I'm pretty sure. So, so it's just a Frankenstein's monster thing for you. Yeah. So maybe someone just stole the brain and then got cold feet. And Maybe just decided to ditch the brains. Well, well, what was it? Nine of them ditched the nine. nine of them. He's like, well, I didn't really need. I didn't really need all ten brains. I really only need right, one. Right. I just get rid of the other nine. <laughs> These are dead weight by the train track. Slowing me down. <laughs> like trying to dump weight off a boat when you're trying to get away. I'm Maybe they need of, ten of them. Maybe the first one worked in the Frankenstein. I I'm don't trying know. to think of what That's situation true. it would be. Like, I almost feel like the cops are trying to cover something up here. Like, oh, it's don't just the, research. But what doesn't situation? the coroner work for the work for the police department? Can't they have the coroner look at them? I feel like somebody like, was up to something. <laughs> some, some one of the cops or something was up to something, or, or it's like some kind of prank gone bad. <laughs> And, and, yeah, they're, and they're trying the to best part. and they're trying to cover it up because because they don't want to look like jackasses. So they're just like, oh, it's probably research materials. And Nothing in the process, making here. themselves look big, like bigger jackasses. I mean, they look oh. ridiculous. Am I wrong? <laughs> hey. Oh hey, no, I brains, agree. I, it, brains all over the place here. Yeah, even even if there were animal brains, why did they call in? They didn't know for sure. Why did they call in? They could have been like, it I'm sure no, they're much smaller no brains, but they could have been child brains. Why the fuck did they call a veterinarian? First? You're not going to find sense here, Kyle. It, make, it makes no sense. It's, it's pretty obvious the difference between like an animal brain and like a child's brain. Is it? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Different pretty sure. Pretty sure it is. Yeah. But I, I, maybe it's just a sensational headline that they're making out of nothing. Could like, be. That could be, it too. That, could, that could be true, too. Yeah. It's still odd to have a bunch of, like, animal brains there. But if you ever go to, like, a Mexican restaurant, they got brains all over the place. All right. We're strapped for time, so moving along here. <laughs> um, <laughs> so apparently there's a there's – a, this isn't really news exactly, but I just thought it was funny. There's a, there's a music festival called Sasquatch. Yeah. All right. You knew about this already? Do you have any idea no. how many people have pointed that out to me? And then on Snapchat, they had a specific Snapchat for the entire, like, all of Saturday that was just devoted to fucking Sasquatch. Just the, the and awesome. the, I click on it just to, just to see what it is because I know it's like a music festival. First thing I see is just some guy running around dressed up like Sasquatch. I'm like, oh, real fucking creative, asshole. You're just pissed off because he's probably, like, doing all this stuff as you. He's in, in, <laughs> imposting as you. I just feel like I should have went to this concert because I would have to be. It, this, this is Robert Plant was there. Uh, oh, it's a big, it's a big fucking festival. It's yeah. in uh, Washington. Kend- Kendrick I Lamar was there. Yeah, I believe it's in Washington, right? I believe Ryan Adams was there. I don't know who that is. Ryan, Ad- I, I wear my sunglasses at <laughs> night, so yeah, I real can't. big guy. Oh wait, no, 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 that's Corey Hart. Shit, who is Ryan Adams? I don't know. Shit. I don't know. I have no idea who Ryan Adams. But yeah, I feel uh, like I would have right, been we'll like. Cut that part out. I feel like I would have been the king of the fucking fest if I went. According to you two dickheads. Okay. No, you're not the king of anything. I'm the, I'm the king of everything. 
You're the king of greasing yourself up and laying. He is. Him I mean, yeah, he could be the king of the Sasquatch festival. I would let that slide. I <laughs> veto. That's such a <laughs> dubious <laughs> honor. All right, I got one last piece of news here. Uh, Bill Kelleher from Mastodon, who is the guy with the face tattoo, I think that Toner said he had never heard of or never seen before. Um, but anyway, this is band Mastodon, and this guy, for some reason. Stuck his dick in Lars Ulrich's yep, pocket. Yep, I read this. That's how he introduced him to Lars Ulrich. He stuck his dick in his pocket, in Lars Ulrich's pocket. <laughs> That's how he introduced he never himself. Met him. He never met him. He walked up to him, pulled his dick out, and stuck it in his pocket. <laughs> how do you... I don't know. That's, a... I don't know. He must be really, like, slinging a, a big <laughs> one there. I love how Nick's news has just, like, devolved into, like... Two news headlines and something shitty and Lars about Ulrich. Lars Ulrich. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was having a lot of troubles finding news, so I just searched Lars Ulrich news. Well, anything that shits know. on him is worthy of news to me. I was having I searched I searched all kinds of shit trying to find news, and I couldn't find hardly anything. And so I finally was just like, you know, I'll see if I get some dirt on this. So this you think this is going to be a thing that happens? Off. Huh? That happens to Lars Ulrich from now on. People oh, are just going to every like... time. Every time I could come up with something, yeah, it'll be here. You know. No, no, no. For for him, I mean, do you think people are just oh. gonna like come up to him and put their dick in his pocket? I hope time? so. Just like a running gag in in his life. He'll probably like it though. Running gag. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I yeah. Realistically, from now on, the first two things I'm gonna search whenever I'm looking for news is gonna be Lars Ulrich news and Bandit news. <laughs> and if I don't come up with anything, then I'll then I'll <laughs> go my normal be your auto search. Then I'll go back to normal channels. You know. Yeah. But, All right. So let's get into the disagree disagree. I'll I'll go first because. I think this one is like incredibly easy, and I have a rock solid defense for it. You ha- just one defense is not good enough. Rock solid defense. All right, all right. It's the same. It, I was going to bring this in as a complaint, and I may still do it because I'm not really getting into it right now. But it's the same principle as why I think uh, um, prostitution should be legal. Right. Nobody should put a governor on your body. For what you want to do with it in a sexual manner. In, 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 in any okay. manner in general. But specifically pertaining to that, nobody should put a governor on that. Nobody should tell you what you can or can't do with your body. By taking what does it a have to do of, with a- By taking a vow of celibacy and you criticizing somebody for taking a vow of celibacy, that is you saying that you shouldn't do this with your body. And that's wrong. What? <laughs> I, I, am I missing something? What is the, like, what is no your, what's the problem with the vow of celibacy? If somebody does not want to have sex before marriage, that's their choice. I'm not saying everybody should not be celibate. That's not the that's not the argument. The, what, it is the, like no, it, you are supposed to be defending vows of celibacy. Yeah, it's you. If you if that's your choice, go ahead. I don't give a fuck. Like why 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 should you have to defend your choice to be celibate? That's not, that's but why? <laughs> you're skirting it. Why? Why would you want to be celibate? Me? That's the point. Yeah. Uh, why I don't is taking a vow of celibacy? Oh, so this is you just me, you wanting me to sound like I'm trying to be celibate? No, not trying to be celibate. Why would somebody want to take a vow of celibacy? Well, uh, re- religious, religious reasons. reasons. Yeah, religion uh, right there. Uh, you're afraid of STDs. You want to wait for your partner. You uh, want no, it to no, be no, a special that, moment. A special moment. Losing your virginity is a special moment to some people. It's never, it's never a special moment. Everyone thinks it's a special moment. It's like your wedding day. I'll tell Everybody you what. Your wedding it will day be, is gonna be awesome. It will it absolutely be a special moment for that guy that was eating all those potatoes because he's gonna save fucking thousands of dollars on potatoes. No, he's gonna fucking do it wrong. Do what wrong? <laughs> the sex. <laughs> sure, but he's saving money on potatoes. He's gonna do it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> your sex is wrong. Going to. You yeah, just sexed her wrong, dude. <laughs> yeah, what, what are you, some fucking, like, sex sex expert now that you, you're just, like, coaching people? Apparently he thinks he I is. Could. I could. I mean, I don't, I don't know how you want me to defend this. I think that's, like... You can't. The that's the problem. Defend. No, you... Okay, it, I think am I wrong, Nick? Am I not no, defending no, this no, correctly? No, 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 you're no, you're totally right. <laughs> Especially religious reasons. I, there's really nothing else that needs to be said. Is people who are celibate for religious reasons, their religion tells them they have to do it for whatever reason, and there you go. And then and they story. touch little boys because oh, they're so sexually frustrated. <laughs> or they eat potatoes. I don't think they should have to make someone take a vow of celibacy, which is what the church is doing. They, All right, it's I could, it's I could encouraged. Go for that, actually, it's a sin. It's encouraged, but it's not. I don't think it's like you you're damning you're damned to hell if you fuck before you get married. 
I think no, 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 not not that. I'm talking about like priests and stuff. They have to take a vow of celibacy. They should have like a tier of sin. Like well, it, that... should, it should be like if if you're celibate, you're doing a good job as a priest. If you if you're if you made out with a chick or you're banging a chick or whatever, that's that's not so bad. But then like we make the little boys like highly illegal. And that's that's how we we, we reorganize well, I mean, this thing. So I don't several... think we need the church to make it illegal. <laughs> I mean, we I, mean I think it's already mass, illegal. Uh, mass religious hypocrisy of it, but we're just going to not do that. Like, it, I don't care that if that's what if a priest has to take a vow of celibacy to become a priest, that means he's choosing to be a priest or uh, be a priesthood or whatever fuck or cardinal whatever over sex. If that's the choice they want to make, then that's their choice. It, it's like think of it. Think of it this I'm way. Dissatisfied. Th- I'm think dissatisfied of it this way. Your, like, let's say defense. you got a job promotion, but you had to move to Wyoming or Utah, some hellhole, but you got paid fifty thousand dollars more to go, and you went. You made a choice to lower your uh, to lower your enjoyment level in life to make more money. That's kind of the same thought process. I, feel. I don't know, man. We're living in Illinois. Yeah, uh, you send me to fucking Utah. Yeah, don't get me wrong, Illinois. Oh, Utah is... sucks. Utah <laughs> sucks. Yeah, they got a lot of like weird like boot. You can't like. Oh yeah, you can't drink booze that's over like four percent alcohol. In Utah. All right. Yeah. No, I'm not going to Utah. Yeah, that's awful. No. And My... you definitely can't have sex in. Utah. That's what I'm saying. Oh you yeah. Can't have sex in Utah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I heard it's about uh, the quick, quick thing about Utah. I heard this on a different podcast. Apparently, people would uh, leave Utah. Go to uh, Nevada, get married, bang their brains out for the weekend, and then go back and get divorced just okay. so they can get laid. I would do that. Yeah, I know you would. But yeah, no, I absolutely. I defended, bought promise rings to get laid. Yeah, I absolutely defended vows of celibacy, like to the utmost degree. I don't know what the fuck you're trying to get at. I don't know. That that was stupid. You skirted. You yeah, skirted it, was, it was. You skirt. Once again, you skirted. How did I topic. skirt? Did I skirt it? Nick, what do you want me to say? No. I what think, do you want me to say? And I'll I, say. I think it. you said basically what I would have said. Yeah. Well, you would have been wrong too. You're both wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let, let, let's go into something that's way harder to defend. Fucking stupid hillbilly ass beer koozies. Beer koozies kick ass. No. Yep. Yep. They accessorize your beer. Accessorize so you, your beer. They, you're dressing yep. your beer yep. up. That's what of it course. is. You're putting a dress Obviously, on your how else? Is, how else are people going to know what number you are in NASCAR? <laughs> you, dude, I am a total number seven guy. You know, I I I root for that guy. You know, I like um, the Dallas Cowboys, and now everybody knows it. Or just some like, like some like stupid saying on there. It's like a ironic T-shirt. You know, like you know, like a Poe Buddy's Nerfic or something on on your beard <laughs> you <know>. all the time. <laughs> You know, Kicks you know, ass. That's pretty funny. I'll give you that. I know. Instead of instead of some some guy up in some ivory tower at fucking Coors saying, this is what we want on your beer. Oh, yeah, you got to have the mountains on your beer so everybody knows when your beer is cold. I, I don't want their designs on my beer. I well, want to dress my beer up so it's better than everyone else's beer. So, no. here Here's the problem with beer koozies is, first of all, you, oh, hillbilly motherfuckers put them on for no reason because they really don't keep your beer colder. And if you're sure taking that long to drink your beer, it does, you're not keep, drink- it does keep your beer colder. All right. If it you're taking to. that long to drink your beer where the koozie will keep your beer colder, you're taking too fucking long to drink your beer. Two- hey, dumbass. You know what t- t- your temperature your hands are? 98 degrees, right? 98 degrees, you sure. put it right on the fucking beer, it'll make it warm. Yeah, after about a half Obviously. hour. Two. Okay, maybe it takes you a half hour to drink a beer. Two. So this what? Is, this is what I think is hilarious about it. <laughs> is it's it's definitely a hillbilly hill rod fucking thing to do to put a beer koozie on your beer. Ridge you're putting runner. shit. All right. You're putting what? shit. It's always but oh, I gotta get now, my Budweiser and my Miller Lite and my fucking beer koozie, and they always act pretentious about it. Why the fuck are you acting pretentious about dressing up your goddamn beer? You're supposed to be this like Who cool guy who's about like it? what? Who's like oh man, I'm all American with my fucking what truck we, and my dog right. and my fucking country Who, music. That's your idea of a cool guy. No, no that's we? how they act. They're like, oh, I'm going to go fix my truck and go hunting with my dog and put my beer in a fucking koozie. I did not when know really, this about you. When really, you're just putting clothes on your goddamn beer. Drink your beer no, like a fucking no, man. Hold on. Who are you spiting this week? Because you're talking about one very specific fucking person. Yeah, who exactly? Who else, who else uses beer koozies? 
that people don't like they don't what, like what, parade around like strutting their stuff is like check out my new beer cozy guys. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, they, don't I do guarantee that. I, there are definitely people who are like freaking the fuck out because they forgot their beer koozie at home or they lost it. Like it's this fucking treasure. It's a goddamn beer koozie. It's so it's stupid. utilitarian. It's, it's like a mobile cooler. It's a it's a handheld cooler. It keeps so your beer so cold. exactly one beer. So is a vault. It cuts celibacy. down the surface area of your beer by, by yeah. over sixty percent. Yeah, vault of utilitarian too. In that, in that it's aspect. not utilitarian. It's the opposite of utilitarian. If people had vault of celibacy forever, we'd be fucking extinct. It doesn't yeah, make any sense. It's yeah, human nobody, nature to yeah, but we're not we're not trying to organize a mass vault of celibacy though. Yeah. I mean, I feel yeah, I'm not trying to man. You're talking I'm about vows of celibacy like you think they're going to infect the rest of the, the world. They just like, might. It's going to take over. <laughs> yeah, like right. it's some sort of plague. No, beer koozies are fucking stupid and a waste of time. And why do you need to keep your shit beer cold anyways? You're fucking MGD and your goddamn Budweiser. Who gives a fuck? Your shit. The only thing beer. worse than MGD is a warm MGD. End of story. <laughs> Or drinking, or put the only thing worse than an MGD is putting the MGD down your fucking throat. Ugh, I don't think they're as big of a problem as the people want to use. You can use the same same defense and use a vow of celibacy. He's like, well, if people want to be vows of celibacy, then I just let them do. Let live and let live. You can say the same thing about fucking beer cozies. All right, I, all right one more thing. All the beer cozies are like you said, either like NASCAR things or. <laughs> Or they're always like some construction company. It's like you're showing off where you fuck you work. Who gives a shit? It's like, oh, here, I'm an elitist fuck. Except I, like, you know. Elitist fuck? That's how you act. Who are these people that you find? These hillbilly <laughs> pretentious, these pretentious hillbillies. Uh, 100% of Nobody does that. Nobody <laughs> says, dude, check out my beer koozie. I know, it's way better than you. <laughs> yeah, who who pissed you off with the beer koozie thing? Dude, I see it every year. Every fucking year, I see people that go out of their way. They're like, oh, I have to have my beer koozie. And you see yeah, them with they don't, white there. They don't put it on and say, like, oh, yeah, check out my new beer koozie. It makes me I've way better than you. They're like, look, I've had people trying to give me beer koozies. Was it your brother? No, I no. well, probably. I've had a lot of you, people that are like, oh, you don't want to keep your beer cold? I'm like, no, I'm going to sit here like a fucking badass and drink my beer like a man and not dress yeah, it my up. Warm, my warm MGD or my warm fucking IPA. Or you just drink IPA. it. You hey, speed man, it up dude. and drink it hey, faster. Amen, brother. But all right. Yeah, that's enough right, about the gotta... beer koozie horseshit. So dude, set us off. Beer koozies kick ass, so they suck, suck dick. ass. Jeez, this is really volatile. <laughs> I fucking hate beer koozies. All right, so set us off. All right, so thank you for listening to this episode of The Complaint Department, episode 11. If you have any feedback, send us an email at fu at complaintdept.fm. Follow us at Twitter at complaintdept15. Follow us at Facebook at complaintdept.fm slash Facebook. And, of course, on the web at complaintdept.fm. I don't, I, you know, I never really go there except to vote. Yeah, somebody vote this week. What are you people doing? I don't know. We can't even get our two listeners to vote. Fucking vote. Because every time vote. it's a zero-to-zero zero tie. Well, they both—they hate us. Somebody equally. vote for this shit. Yeah, good shit. All right, is that—is that all of it? I was—I wasn't paying attention. I think you got everything. All right. All right. All right. Well, uh, that's all we got this week. Uh, we'll see you next week, and don't put your beer in a beer freezer. You look like a fucking And and try to have sex. Yeah. <laughs> go have go sex. have some sex. Yeah. Don't have to. It, it doesn't have to involve a promise ring. Just go have just. Just go with Banks up there. <laughs> All right, see everybody next week. You're going out. I'm as tired as hell, but I'm not going to take this anymore. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. Fuck you, I'm out. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.